Can I do something for introverts to take the fear of marketing away? It looks like it's kind of like make.com, too quiet to market. The traffic goes up from almost zero to 2000 and something. Then you uh, write stories about your positioning, right? This is exactly what you see here. This is a positioning diagram. Even for me, that is sometimes too much. If I went into Todoist now, you would see one main task with several subtasks. This is like the most German way of doing marketing I've ever seen. Another great episode coming up and uh, we are now talking about very interesting topic because uh, we have uh, Matthias with us from uh, Too Quiet to Markets. And you also own the company named uh, Bolland Labs, right? So. I'm right. very happy to have you here and uh, and awesome to hear your story and, and how did you build this stuff, product and all that. Thanks for the invitation, everyone. I'm, I'm glad to be here as well. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about your background. Where are you located? What do you do? You know, and so forth. Yeah, my name is Matthias. I live in Germany. Um, I founded a company in the U.S. called Bolin Labs. It's my, my laboratory of ideas, so to say. My background is in software engineering. I worked as a software developer for 10 years. Uh, it was already 100 years ago. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was, I was with different companies. And um, then I suddenly became a consultant for software engineering methods. And I've been enjoying that for quite a long time now. It's, I think it was 2001 when I started that one. Nice. Um, and so I went freelancing, uh, work with software teams who want to say, okay, we want to deliver good quality, but we also want to deliver on time. So all, all these challenges that they have. And so basically, and did, did, did you code? Like, were you a developer yeah. first? So you started coding and all that? Yeah. And then through that, okay. Exactly. And um, yeah, I, I keep coding. Um, I, I run my own startups today, like Too Quiet to Market, for example, because I'm, I, it's really important to me that I stay in the code. It's not, it's not good to be some kind of helicopter consultant uh, uh, flying above, high above the code. It's not good. <laughs> so yeah, and I have much fun um, to to stay in the code. So uh, I created some uh, 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 several kind of startups. I encountered that challenge with marketing, and that that's the reason why I created Too Quiet to Market. I think we'll speak uh, we we'll speak about it in a minute. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, you know, uh, starting with the name, I don't know if you, Michael, want to jump in, but uh, starting with the name, the thing that kind of attracted me, uh, I saw the post on Reddit, and that's how I became curious. But it was like too quiet to market. I thought it was a it was a kind of you know it, it's it's an interesting name. Could you maybe? Elaborate a little bit. Oh, also, what I want to say when I saw the Too Quiet to Market uh, first, obviously, you know, when when I just read it, I saw it, I didn't understand the, the point. But then when I went to your website, I saw that it's for the introverts. Then ah, now it totally makes sense. Yeah, and, and then there's like a funny, funny uh the way to play play with the name. Uh, so yeah, it's a kind it's of pun, very right? Yeah, 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 yeah it, it is. It is it's, it's a brilliant pun for sure. Yeah, I, I thought uh, I should choose a name that that reflects uh, what who is made for, right? It's the it reflects the audience. Uh, introverts, lots of us who build software projects, uh, products, for example, we are introverts. We are used to focus on our stuff. We are really good at problem solving. 
uh, what we're not so good at is talking to a lot of people at the same time. I think we as introverts, we, we enjoy one-on-one um, uh, -on -one conversations or one-on-two like we have now. Mm -hmm. um, but we are not used to talk to the masses, right? Yeah. But that's the usual perception of marketing. Uh, people think, or at least solopreneurs, they think uh, marketing is kind of the old style interruption marketing with ads and, and TV spots and billboards and kinds of stuff like that. Influencer and stuff. They are a little afraid of that and they are also uh, not very organized in that. So I thought, can I do something for introverts uh, to take the fear of marketing away or to be more organized in marketing? Uh, because if you don't do it, people don't know about what you're offering and then you won't get any sales, of course. So marketing is important also for software solopreneurs or for solopreneurs in general, mm. software or not. The way your software looks, it looks like it's kind of like make.com uh, or, well, more like make.com, not mo so much like Zapier. How the whole product works, you know, what, what is the what is the thing? You create these different kind of... Uh, like wireframes and then you connect boards, them. right? Boards, yeah. It's like a Miro, Miro and, and make.com basically, the way I see it. Yeah, it looks like a, a lot like Miro. I'm, I'm used to, uh, to use Miro. I, I love that tool. So it was a little inspiration from there, colorful elements on a board, a kind of diagram. The problem that this solves is um, before you can start marketing, you have to think about positioning of your product. So What's your product? Who's the audience, uh, the, the persona who's consuming it? Um, what are the features of the product? What are the benefits of those features? Which jobs can you get done with it? Or can your users get, get done with it? And what story, finally, are you going to tell um, about it? So I thought, why not represent each of these concepts with a, with a colorful block? kind of a graphical element that you can connect with each other. For example, you can connect the product to its features, the features to its benefits, and so on. And finally, you arrive at a story that you can tell to the persona you're addressing. So you get this kind of diagram, and then you can write microcopy into the connectors. Like, for example, from the story to the customer persona, uh, you write a story into that connector. Or... Um, from one benefit into uh, the story. You write a very small kind of copy. Uh, there's a thing called Story Composer inside To Quiet To Market that collects all these little pieces of microcopy and um, collects them into one larger story that you can tell on different channels like uh, social media or a landing page or whatever, where, where you put that copy that you get at the end. And and is this the the Blue Sky, the AT uh, ad protocol, what you... I think you've been part of somehow. Is that connected somehow? Uh, no, no, that's somehow? a total. Uh, that's not connected. I'm, I'm right, a blue okay, sky. Well, I, I love to be there, but that's uh, that's a totally different thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. Just because I was browsing uh, when I was doing research about about you and your your uh, uh, company and all that, I noticed you had blue sky there, and then I went there because I have never heard of blue, blue sky before. So then I went there and I saw the uh, ad protocol, and then now that you told these micro. Uh, microfeeds and all that, then I was thinking that, are you actually combining the ad protocol there or, or what's the deal? But okay, so it's, it's separate No, stuff. I'm combining it with other things, like for example, with Todoist, the to-do list manager, 
Um, right. When I in, in to, into quiet to market, I have a thing called marketing experiment. You take a story, you tell it on the channel, and you measure the impact. So that makes an, an experiment. And these experiments can be broken down automatically into task lists, right? So um, Todoist is a task list management system, and um, into quiet to market, I'm interfacing with it so that you can automatically get your tasks split up and so you won't forget about your marketing efforts would you say that a good way to describe the product is that it's basically a way for you to do marketing in a more systematic approach that is more yes feels more yeah. comfortable for software developers for solo entrepreneurs and so forth it creates some sort of structure right and some sort of process that is just like easier to comprehend and um and feels less cha chaotic, maybe, because marketing seems to be, well, it's very different compared to software development. Software development is oh, very yes. much systematic, <laughs> and it's um, like it's problem solving. And in marketing, in many cases, it's like basically shooting in the dark. Like you don't really know what will happen. You don't know what kind of results that you're expecting. There is, you know, it, it's it, like very few companies actually take the systematic approach. Yeah, uh, I what, what I want also, yeah, Artem, you're absolutely right. I was just talking about this just like uh, an hour before with uh, with my intern, uh, intern, and uh, we were talking about now everything goes so fast and uh, everything is developing so fast that even like especially in marketing, uh, what was the case five or, or eight years ago where you were able to do one thing uh, systematically over time, like year or two or three. Now everything seems to change within months, and uh, and yeah, sometimes I, days. It's even yeah, exactly. Even for you know, I am as an ADHD person. I I love change, so for me it's it's pretty good. But even for me, that is sometimes too much, and uh, uh, I don't know where we're going. So <laughs> maybe yeah. this this tool helps to to get the these things more systematic it's such a big problem for for solopreneurs like for example writers or photographers or musicians who want to sell their their music and so on so it's so problematic for example when they have been creating and building for some time and they get back to marketing let's say it's sunday and they say okay i have good to do some marketing today they say oh what did i want to write about last time what was the story i was going to tell what was the transformation that the customer will experience when they use my product? Oh my God. So, so they, they suddenly lose their structure. And because it's such a big change between marketing and what they, and the, the, the main thing they are doing, like for example, making, taking big, good photos or creating composing music. Um, so that's a big change. And I wanted to create some structure where they have a strong guidance. Um, like um, this is my product. These are the features. And I, this is the story I want to tell, and so on. So when they get back to marketing, they exactly uh, continue where they left off last time. I think it'll be awesome if we could uh, uh, see the product. If maybe you could do a short demo, because now it's maybe hard to visualize in one's head how the product yeah, works sure. and is it is exactly. it like a task yeah. board or is it like a brainstorming board or is it uh, list of processes, you know, I think, exactly. I think it'll be awesome if you could show and, it and to us. And while you are sharing the screen, you know, your, um, these, uh, subscription models, you say that 
you can plan and run marketing experiments. So can you connect your Google ads or Meta or some other platform stairs and it runs from there? So it's not it's just not like... yet live, but I'm working okay. on that. It, it has just begun to work. I've made two cool. connectors, one to Google Analytics 4 and one for uh, plausible analytics, more privacy focused. Right, yeah. And um, uh, they, the data is pulled in, so you get the page views and the active mm -hmm. users uh, on your site. And you can compare that with your marketing efforts. For example, when, when you make an experiment, you make a quick log entry into the journal of your project. And you say, mm -hmm. okay, today I did this or that. And for example, if traffic goes up, you can later correlate. Oh, this was the day when I did X. And then traffic went up as a result of that. Are you also, because, well, you are based in Germany, um, so Zing is, is a big thing there. So are you able to connect that there as well, or, or are you planning to put uh, it there? No, not yet. At first, I'm trying to make a kind of um, workflow for, for marketing, right? You start with some kind of social listening, for example, like Reddit or like Twitter or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you uh, create a project, you, you position your stuff. I can show you this in a minute here live on the board. Then you uh, write stories about, what, about your positioning, right? Uh, not about the positioning, but about, about the product and its features and its uh, benefits and so on. And then you run experiments. So I want to first get this cycle going and then make more connectors to the rest. Okay, so let's have a look, right? Okay, so, um, yeah, these are my projects here in the Too Quiet to Market system. I've got six of them. Um, let's take Too Quiet to Market itself, for example, uh, for, for marketing it. Um, this project contains several boards uh, that focus on certain aspects of marketing. For example, this board focused on positioning, this focused on messaging, this focuses on experimentation. Um, let's look at, at the positioning board first. This is the simplest one. Just let me zoom here a little bit. So here we have Too Quiet to Market as a product and it has one feature called the positioning diagram. It is exactly what you see here. This is a positioning diagram. And what does it do? So it gets one job done. The blue color here you see on the right, uh, it means job to be done. So for example, one job that my customers need to, do, need to get done is the, get their initial positioning right. Positioning is this art of um, yeah, deliberately defining why you are so good or what's so good about your product, right? So yeah, they do their positioning. It's also a huge time saver. That, that is the quality of this diagram and it brings clarity. Uh, clarity is the benefit of this feature in the positioning diagram. So what do we do with these three things? We go into a story. It says, dump your brain, then get your positioning sorted. That's the initial brainstorming exercise. And this goes into another story that says, build a launch pad for your marketing. And finally, who do we tell this story to? It's the introverted solopreneur. Um, so that's basically how such a diagram works, um, how such a board works. I think I could show a brief exercise on an empty project. Let's create an empty project. So do you have a product which you would like to market? We haven't launched it yet, but it's called Umful. 
omful.io and uh, that's a that's a um, meditation app what we've been now uh, building uh it's um, like ai based uh it's pretty good stuff so so we can use that because now it's still in the making and uh and we are now building its marketing funnels and and the plan okay so i'm creating a board called in initial position uh just a demo uh, for Omful. Okay, like this. And I would say, okay, your, who's your persona? Who, who am I you, uh, making it for? What, what did you say? In general, if you're talking about the ICP, the idle customer profile, uh, we yeah. now decided our, you know, the, our, our, the way we see it, it's going to be 20, 30 years, like let's actually 25 to 35 year olds. People working in offices have m most likely bachelor or higher degree. Basically, living like very busy lifestyle, uh, very uh, exhausted from their work, and they are very also native, so that they can actually um, use use apps. They usually like try to solve the, their problems using apps, and and you know Google and all that stuff. So so yeah, and also they they want to you know, save a little bit of money. Not in a way that it's cheaper per se, but it's a little bit cheaper, but more that it's just convenient. You don't have to over overpay for, for stuff and, and you can modify your experience. So that's basically the, the ICP there. Take a note of that. US-based. You could Consult. say that the heavy social media users feel overwhelmed you know, um, okay. they're probably, yeah, yeah, they're probably uh, young in a sense that uh, they probably used to already installing apps and just like using apps. And maybe even they already have some sort of similar apps that they have used. So they're familiar with the concept, maybe not meditation, but maybe they have some like relaxing apps or something exactly. like that. Exactly, yeah. Are the, okay. have, have I told you this before? Or of did course, you just about, hear... uh, about the project, uh, you've, you've told me something like very quickly. All right, yeah. Well, you know, I was just like, you you got the point really fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you from, know. This, from this chaotic, <laughs> chaotic uh, explanation, yeah. explanation, what I just gave and you just... No, but the whole I, I also yeah. like, oh shit, you know, I have to take down the yeah, notes. notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, shit, we've okay. been we've been doing this for quite some time and I already know you, so yeah. <laughs> I keep I keep telling you all my stuff immediately when I invent them. So yeah, that doesn't come as a surprise that I've already told you about this one. Yeah, that's true. Well, very well. So I've made yeah. a quick uh, quick drawing here, like Unfold with a meditation app that you see here. It's a feature. Um, it's so it serves for uh, solving two two jobs here. For example, solve my personal problems and get mo get over my overwhelm. Um, and then, who does that? The twenty five year old stressed out person, US based. Uh, what would be some, let's say, some benefits of the meditation app? What what, uh, what would they get from it? Like, do you mean meditation in general, or or using it? As an app. Using the product, no, using probably. the app, using the product. Right. Using well, the you app. know that, that you you can get guided meditations the way you want, whenever you want, as long as you need. Basically, uh -huh. it's always 
the point is that you can choose your instructor, you know, whether it's a male or a female voice. You can choose if, if there's going to be binaural beats or it's going to be quiet and all that. Ah, so you can, you can really that. customize your experience because, you know, me as a male, um, I usually actually tend to listen uh, male uh, guided meditations if I, because I, I do meditations quite a quite lot. Uh, but then my wife, she said that she's a little annoyed because most of the meditation apps, they usually have male voices and, and you can oh, customize them. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's true. And now that, you know, we are using AI to build this, uh, all this, like the voice and, and the scripts and everything. Now you, now the user can actually, uh, they can just uh, modify their experience, customize the whole set so that it really feels you. And uh, ah. and now that you can use it everywhere, you know, because your work is coming from your phone. You know, you 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 can work wh whenever you want, wherever you want, and that's also a problem. But then you can also get a relief uh, from your phone using these kind of apps. So I, I I would say that is the main benefit. And also right now the meditation app scene is very crowded in a way that there's a lot of lo yeah. lot of, uh, a lot of competition already. right yeah but they're also raising the prices all the time so that's why because we are generating them uh we're using ai but also professionals to you know come by them now we can yeah. give more quality and more uh everything with a uh, fraction of the price so so now people don't have to spend hundreds a year to to meditate okay. with their phone so, so if, if I was going to pitch the product the, the way that I would describe it, I would say, you know, imagine if you could have your favorite meditation instructor always with you that knows what you want, what do you like, what you don't yeah. like. But most importantly, it, it, it's always attuned to how you feel. So depending on the day, situation, stress, oh, you will okay. get exactly what you're looking for, hyper-personalized meditation experience that is attuned to what you are seeking in that specific moment relaxation getting relief of anxiety mm. and so forth and most importantly the more you use it the more the application will know your habits so basically by investing time you will personalize it even further so it will truly be yours okay okay eventually <laughs> eventually no like eventually. Shit, i have to write these features down because you know the yeah. current version is well you know i mean like there's there's uh, some of that but <laughs> yeah but we're remember not remember mvp mvp is never you know is not never exactly. uh, you know full yeah, of features never, but i think exactly. you should have a vision that where is, you're going though very true yeah. that is that is exactly true and, and that's how it's gonna be uh the mvp part is well you know there's actually already some some parts of that too so yeah that's that's exactly the, the the right keyword here the vision so so this board here is is trying to capture the vision of your of your positioning right what are the things you are providing what are the benefits of those how would this uh this persona here on the right how would they react to that what what do they uh, what problems do they solve and so on so uh, they don't um, want to kill yeah, themselves what's missing... i would say that will yeah. never be the thing <laughs> So what's missing here is the story because this is the interesting thing. Uh, for example, I delete those two connections here again and I let them run, let these jobs run into a story and then you tell the story to the persona. Now that's the, 
that's the initial positioning step. Um, now comes the messaging step. Now, for example, if I double click here on the product, you see a script editor goes up, uh, opens over here. Oh, markdown, say, nice. Yeah, it's markdown language. Um, I could so say, I okay, uh, what's the definition of OMFU? It's a markup language. Can you give language. me one sentence? Right. Yeah, a markup language. You for, you, for example, you can write, this is a headline. I write with, with yeah, one Yeah, yeah, I'm like, that. okay, so that's uh, the basic sign. HTML stuff. Yeah, got it. And two hashtags is uh, sub, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like a simpler like version that, right? of HTML. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting. So, give me a, a short definition of OMFL. What is OMFL? Basically, it's just a innovative mindfulness and guided meditation app tailored to suit the needs of today's fast-paced world. Innovative. Yeah. Um, if I had a crack um, at it, I would say AI-powered, hyper-personalized meditation app for meditating on the go or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, but again, uh, it doesn't oh, let's, matter. Uh, let's let's say um, let's say a pretty factual and boring here. Let's let's try a very boring copy. Boring like, is good. Boring is good. Meditation app, or let's say innovative yeah, like AI powered meditation app. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, when I now double click on meditation app, you will see that Omful, the product with its microcopy, is coming in from the left. And then I can say, okay, a meditation app, what, what is it? Um, guides your meditation sessions. Um, and for example, you can include yeah, you can here. Like customize your guide, guided meditation sessions. Oh, like that. Customize your guided meditation your sessions. Guided meditation sessions like that. Yep. And here there's an interesting feature. When I write two opening curly braces, that's kind of an include merge tag like you find in email marketing systems, for example. And you could say product one, that's the thing coming in from, from the left here, product one. And I can include the name or the text. Let's say when I include the name, you see that omful on the right. Or if I include the text, you see the innovative AI powered med meditation app is coming in. So this is the way to include and build larger and larger copy. So uh, when you reach the right here, and the story is complete, this one here, um, you can tell it. For example, when I go here, uh, there's nothing in there, right? It's uh, still empty. I could say spice it up. Um, this would invoke an AI, like like um, ChatGPT something. ChatGPT, okay. Yeah. Um, so it's not, it's not like, ready yet, uh, or... <laughs> Yeah, oh, you, ready, you have to become a client. <laughs> yeah, I have to pay $49. You have to, yeah. you have to pay for your own <laughs> app. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, right. That's tough. Or I could say uh, copy as Markdown, copy as HTML, or most interesting, this one, use in a new experiment, right? I could um, start some experiment like, uh, yeah, it says unnamed story because it copies from the, from the diagram. I could say, okay, where would I find uh, the inputs, the outputs and the tools to run that experiment? And these come from the bookmarks section. 
You say, you see, I have added links to all my cha marketing channels, my marketing material, where I can find it, places I visit, uh, or my, the, the places that my customers visit, um, and the tools I use for marketing. So I have all my links here. And then when I say create new experiment, um, I can say, okay, good. Let's take some input from my blog. Um, the output goes to Reddit. Um, the tools that I use are Beacon, for example, uh, kind of lead magnet generator system. And uh, here I can say, okay, first read blog post X. Second, uh, write Reddit post. Um, and third one is use Beacon to, to make a nice PDF for download. You know, if I can just jump in, um, and hopefully you don't, you don't get offended, but this is like the most German way of doing marketing I've ever seen, like <laughs> <Yeah>. ever, <laughs> ever. True. And, and, word, and I, say it with I say it with love and admiration, <laughs> you know, because this seems to be like so, you know, systematic, but please continue, Matthias. I just wanted to make that <laughs> <Yeah>. remark. <laughs> that is true. Exactly. Yeah. We Germans, we are good at planning and structuring. You are things. definitely oh, yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Please continue. Yeah. When I, when I posted this on, on AppSumo these days, I run a, a campaign on AppSumo now. Yeah. And I got one feedback. The person said, this product seems rigid. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's what they mean by rigid. Yeah, yeah. It's just another word for German-like. <laughs> okay, so I added this experiment for Armful. Now um, I could say, what are the tasks that I need to do uh, to run that experiment? So here's where to get the input, where to put the story, the tools to use, the recipe again, and the story you tell. It says your story has no copy yet. So if I had added it in the diagram, um, in the board, uh, then you would see it here. And the final step is add as tasks to Todoist. So if I click here, it says working with Todoist and it says wonderful, added an experiment with several subtasks to Todoist. Click to close. Okay. If I went into Todoist, now you would see one main task with several subtasks um, that represent this experiment. So that makes sure that you never forget about uh, what you wanted to do in your marketing uh, because you can prioritize it against all the other tasks you have um, in, in Todoist. Todoist has a pretty uh, generous free plan. You can run five projects at the same time and uh, using task management there. So yeah, it's, it's a good fit, good fit here for an integration with Jukwaja Market. So that's it, basically. Next thing I'm adding is um, uh, connecting to Google Analytics and to Plausible. It all already runs in my machine, but it's not yet published. Um, and then, oh, I can show you something, I think. This is really yeah. new. I never Please. showed it to anybody. Mm, excited. You saw it first here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is the traffic on my site. There's active users, so, so visitors. And mm -hmm. what I also inserted are these project journal entries. So um, I marked some important dates like, yeah, Dagobert was so nice to tweet something about me or Lisa posted on Indie, Indie Hackers or I myself, I posted on Hacker News. Um, and I give the date here. There's a formatting problem in the date. Um, and you see suddenly um, here in the traffic curve, post on Hacker News 
the traffic goes up from almost zero to 2000 and something, right? Okay. So 2200 users came when I posted to Hacker News. So this is how you can correlate what you do in marketing versus what you earn in traffic, for example. This is a good one. Yeah. Because this listening software usually cost a lot. Yeah. It's it's all difficult. I didn't find any real, really good system who does this this correlation. And I want to work on that uh, even more. What I also want to add is social listening. Like, for example, I want to add an AI that listens to Reddit and um, finds interesting questions that my uh, audience is asking. For example, when an introvert says, I'm overwhelmed by marketing, how do I do that? Um, the AI could find that and then could react to that and I could immediately answer something from my existing copy. That would be very, very convenient. Yeah, absolutely. The, the closest right now is, I think, Meltwater, but Meltwater is extremely expensive. So, you know, you have to pay like 700 a month. Uh, but that is, that is the closest. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is, that is quite much. Uh, but that that's I think that's the closest. So so you know in a way if you can get that working out, uh, then you have a pretty solid good product. The, the way that we actually do this now inside my company is that we have a Google spreadsheet. I wish I could show it to you, but it has customer data. But we have Google spreadsheet where we you know put uh, all the tasks that were done, experiments, and so forth. There is short description, date, ca category, and comment section. And then we bring the data we imported into Google Data Studio, also now known as Google Looker Studio. And we overlay those actions on the information we get from Google Search Console, from Google Analytics, and so forth. It works surprisingly well, and it's a kind of homebrew solution, if you could say that. But um, yeah, it, and obviously it's a free solution, right? So you know that's that's the good part about it. But yeah, that's that's how we solved it. And before in Google Analytics three, we, uh, we used to use annotations. If you know annotations in Google Analytics three, you could actually you can actually create annotation for any day. So for example, you could say like, hey, today we changed the marketing budget for Google AdWords. And you could put it as annotation. And then on every single chart in Google Analytics, you would see the annotation. So you could kind of guess, you know, what was the reason uh, for the potentially like traffic drop or spike or whatever. But the problem is, is annotations on, uh, like as a feature is not available anymore in Google Analytics 4. So we had to, you know, create a kind of like a homemade solution for that. But it's wonderful that, um, you know, you have something that is very simple, uh, very visual, and maybe in future you could actually uh, choose different metrics because sometimes active users is not the thing that you want to track. Maybe you want to track conversion rate or you want to track if it's an e-commerce store. Maybe you want to track, you know, average conversion value, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, or sales um, volume or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. different, different uh, KPI metrics. But one thing that I kind of, you know, I, I heard you mention it two times already during our conversation. You mentioned plausible analytics and uh, I know that uh, it's it's a pretty popular product in Germany, right? Because it's a privacy-focused version of the um, 
of the Google Analytics, right? So can you tell a little bit about, like, I'm just curious, you know, how, uh, for example, in Germany, you know, digital marketers are approaching analytics. You know, it seems to be that the the focus on privacy seems to be ever growing. Yeah, it's a it's a big problem for marketers because the EU uh, and also California in the meantime, by the way, they are very much into privacy now. Um, they say if you, for example, if you set a cookie that is um, pre uh, called um, personally identifiable information, PII. And they say as soon as you create PII, you have to ask your users for permission. For example, a cookie needs a permission. Even if you store the IP address, okay, that's also PII. So you have to ask for permission, etc., etc. So you, you can do almost nothing without permission now. Um, and so what, what the new analytics tools like, like GA4 or uh, Plausible, uh, what they are doing, they, they don't set cookies anymore. They do some other methods like fingerprinting. Fingerprinting is also PII, by the way. It's very tricky here. So they do kinds of things like, for example, Plausible, they, um, they aggregate immediately. Um, you don't get any data about a particular visitor anymore. Uh, you can't track one person across your website anymore. So funnels uh, can only be built on many people at a time, not on one person at a time. So what they are trying to avoid uh, is creating PII. And um, there are a number of tools like this in the meantime, like Fathom Analytics, like, I, I don't know, there are several of, of these. Um, and uh, they are all working more or less the same way, uh, tracking a bunch of users instead of one single user. In Germany here, I think we are a little perfectionist about it, right? <laughs> when the EU says something, <laughs> we always yeah, want to yeah. be the perfectionist. <laughs> I think Finland tries, but uh, when it comes to GDPR, I think a lot of companies just give up. They're like, ah, like, forget about it. Like, you know, it's too hard too complex and so forth. Uh, okay, that's 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 pretty pretty cool. I think from the perspective of your product, I think another question that I have is like, do you actually like do the software build, building part yourself, or are you outsourcing? Like, how did it come to be the product? So you had this idea, you're like, cool. And by the way, thank you very much for de demoing the product. I think it was really insightful. Um, so like once you got an idea, like, like what happened next? Like, did you just, uh, you know, like a mad scientist just rushed to your computer and just started, <laughs> you know, doing this on the keyboard or like what happened next? It was, uh, my, let's say fifth product. Yeah. The okay. other four have failed. And, okay. um, so the first thing I did, okay. I, uh, I said, I, I want to do it differently this time. This thing has to be successful. So what do I have to do? First, I have to check whether there's real demand. So I went ahead and created a landing page, very simple, on cart.co. And um, with a sign-up form, an email sign-up form, email list behind it in ConvertKit. And um, I tried to get sign-ups there. Yeah, that was the first thing I did. And suddenly, 120 people signed up. And I said, wow, okay, that's the best thing I ever had because I, haven't never, I never had it before in this, this kind of demand. Um, and then I shared more about it on Twitter and people said, oh, this is something, marketing for introverts. Yes, I'm an introvert. Yes, I know that problem and so on. So I got, also got 
good feedback on Twitter. Um, and then I built an MVP within, within a week or so and recorded a video about it and put it out there. And suddenly people said, yeah, wow, that, that could work. That's interesting. Um, and I talked about the typical problems like having fear or having no structure or, or get, falling out of the marketing habit. That's the biggest danger, uh, by the way. Uh, many people start with good intentions and lots of energy, uh, but after the three weeks, they, they put it aside. <laughs> so um, that's also a challenge for my product, by the way. I need some kind of gamification uh, algorithm inside to keep people engaged with marketing. That's the biggest problem right now. Um, so yeah, that, the first step was I made this MVP, put it out there, and people said, okay, this looks, this looks good. And then I made a small... Uh, first version. It could simply make these diagrams and that was it. So there was even no text editor in it um, and no experiments and nothing. Uh, and then I added feature after feature. Like first I added these, these text editors, then the experiments, then the um, larger storytelling stuff, and then the AI. Um, and at the moment I'm working on the analytics stuff. Awesome. So uh, what is your, and I know uh, this might not be interesting for everybody, but it's interesting for me. So what is your tech stack? The tech stack, yeah. It's uh, it's running on AWS uh, Lambda functions. Oh, awesome. Serverless, serverless functions. And um, the, the code is mostly, yeah, the, all the code is written in TypeScript. So the server side runs on TypeScript. Also, the front end with React on TypeScript. Um, and yeah, on the front end, I'm using um, React with CSS, like Tailwind. Um, and um, yeah, that, that's basically the tech stack. So it scales well. If suddenly there's a spike of users, um, the, the Lambda functions will scale up. I don't need to do anything for that. AWS does that. And I think like maybe... You know, especially in the beginning, you don't even cross the threshold for the, you know, free functions, right? Like free quota that you get in Lambda. Yeah. I think it's yeah. very generous. So especially in the beginning when you're just starting out, I think it's pretty, pretty awesome. Um, I think your kind of like user interface is very, very snappy. And uh, I think it's very interactive. I, I like it, like the board, especially. I think it was really interesting. How how did you create the board? Is it like a canvas or is it something ready-made in React? I'm just wondering because I think it's pretty snappy with the connectors and all that good stuff. Yeah, I don't want to talk too much about this, by the way. <laughs> because okay, it's kind okay. of a trade secret for me. Uh, but <laughs> okay. yeah, I'm using, I'm using all kinds yeah. So, so, but but is, it you build your, is it something you build yourself, or is it a mix of you know, is it a mix of something that you it's, found? It's that... a mixture. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, okay. I'm using a lot of libraries from the net. Sometimes I buy of stuff, course. and sometimes I write stuff myself uh, okay. for things that I can't get. That's wonderful. So, um, as a person who starts multiple businesses, and I just in general just love the whole. Um, serial entrepreneurial kind of life and uh, I'm working on multiple SaaS projects as of now. So what I did is I went to AppSumo and purchased uh, purchased the code and I even already, while we were talking, I even 
redeemed the code already. So I'm looking forward to using it in my projects to kind of bring some, you know, to, to make my projects a little bit more German, you know, as a compliment, you know, to make them, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, to make marketing maybe less chaotic. But one feature that I noticed was maybe, I don't know, maybe it's missing, maybe I didn't see it. Um, but if I'm not solo anymore, like in my case, you know, I have a team. So is it is it that the product is not good fit for me anymore? Or like, I, can I share, you know, boards? Can I yeah, invite can. people? Like, how does that work? Um, I can quickly show you that. You can see it right on the screen. If you go on a project, yeah. you see here on the right there, you've got share. Ah, if I okay, click okay. on that, it says, okay, what does the, the other person need to do? Should they be able to view your project or should they view and edit your project? So uh -huh. you can switch this and then say, for example, share via email and the email editor will go up mm -hmm. or you say copy project link. And now in the clipboard, there's a link. You can paste it into an email message or into a, a telegram message or whatever Slack, to invite yeah. your colleagues or Slack or whatever you're using. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and then the people will get an invitation and they will be added to your project as, as users. And there is no additional cost for me as a, like, you know, as a user of your product, like there is no additional cost per user or anything like that. The, there's a difference. The viewers are free, so you can invite as many viewers as you want, but, and the editors have to be pre, uh, paid users. So for example, if you have a small team of five people or so, you buy, you buy five codes in AppSumo right now. And um, you you are all editors on the same project, for example. But be careful if you modify a diagram. Uh, it's currently so that it writes back the entire diagram contents at once. So if two people are doing that, they are overwriting uh, each other's content. So be careful. Okay, <laughs> Only okay. one person should work on a diagram at the time. Okay. For now, yeah, there is no collaborative editing as of yet. That's it. That is it. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Understood. Well, that's awesome. Um, time really flies by. Uh, Mikael, do you have any yeah, questions I, before I we a, start wrapping up? I, I don't have a, a question, but I have a tip because obviously your product is is directed to to introverts uh, who want to mar do marketing, but it's just a struggle. So I've been I've been uh, one of our clients uh, is called uh, Trade Spotter. And TradeSpotter is a company that helps uh, you to find extroverts and introverts uh, from email list. Basically, you know they are using AI. Ah. What I, if I if I remember right, they have their own own automation tool that uh, goes through their social uh, media feeds and all that, and uh, decides from there whether the prospect is introvert or extrovert. So what I'm just thinking is that in your case, using Trade spotter would be pretty good idea, just because then you can better find your prospects in, in a way. When you are getting bigger email lists, or or you know, do you want to contact somebody? Then you know beforehand that you know they are most likely introverts, and then you can just present your part of them, and and most likely they are happy to respond. Cool. Sounds sounds good. Trade uh, written with A I T, right? Uh, not with trade uh, spotter. A D. Yeah. No, it's not, a trade not trading, spotter. but uh, T R A E. Trade. 
Like trades, yeah, yeah. human yeah, trades. Yeah, yeah. I've sent human it, trades. I've sent yeah. it to you guys in yeah. chat here. Trade spotter. So you can see it. You can see it in the chat. I think it's easier. I also ah, like trade when spotter. I googled. Yeah, yeah. When I googled it for the first time, it wasn't really obvious like right away. Um, but yeah, it's trade spotter. Yeah, trade spotter dot com. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Dot com. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a Finnish company, but they also operate in Germany actually. So. One of the oh, co-founders cool. uh, live in uh, Frankfurt. I think he's been living there more than 20, 10, 15 years at least. Wow. Thanks so, for the tip. I, I will definitely yeah. have a look at that. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so just so that we can start wrapping up a little bit. So, you know, just a few questions like at what stage are you now? So, you know, do, do you think you found your market fit and now you're trying to scale up? Uh, you know, that'll be interesting. Or like, like at what stage are you now currently? It's, it's interesting. I'm at a stage where I get initial traction, um, mm -hmm. but I'm not really sure what, what my market really is because um, the, uh, how should I say that? The introverted solopreneur, it's a really good persona. Mm -hmm. um, it really resonates. Mm -hmm. But I don't know yet whether these people are um, able to spend money and how many of those people are out there um, who want to spend, spend money on that. There are some who say, yeah, take my money. Uh, no problem. If I get only one customer, it pays for itself. Um, so these are the, the business people. They, they know what they're doing. But there are also many, especially on Absum these days, uh, they who, who simply want to save money, right? And they they are not really able to spend. So I created a free version and a paid version for this purpose so that they can do one project in the fee version and then move to the paid one. The other thing is agencies are coming up and asking me, hey, does this product work for us as an agency? And that's why I, I added this sharing feature. Mm -hmm. um, and this could also be an interesting market uh, because agencies might not have this introversion problem, but they might have the organization problem. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe I can move up market. I don't know. That yet. is, uh, the, I think agency plan is excellent idea, especially in this sort of uh, uh, SaaS businesses. Agencies would be most likely your best uh, re resellers as well so mm -hmm. so you can either mm -hmm. do the agency plan where the agency just pays or then just make a deal that they can sell your product with a little discount and uh, they can make a little bit of money but also also the client gets a little bit so so maybe maybe open a partner stack uh program for you so then you can make this affiliate i already have stuff that, that. I've, oh, I've okay already got an, an, okay. an affiliate Fantastic. program you find it on the dashboard yeah. Very yeah, good. yeah. I Very saw good. that. I saw that. I was surprised that how quick you, uh, how quickly you, you know, created an affiliate program. Yeah, it was pretty easy. I was using uh, Lemon Squeezy for that. It's mm -hmm. my payment provider, and they also offer an easy way to create affiliate programs. So yeah, oh, that's right. already smart. Yeah, exactly. And I think the twenty-five dollars a month, it's not, it's not bad. It's really, I think it's really good. So. So I, I'm not thinking that it's going to be at least a money problem, even even for the solopreneurs. If I can add my five cents. So I would do two things, in my opinion, that would make the product um, very valuable. So if you think about it, 
from the perspective of a solo entrepreneur, right? The person who probably doesn't know too much about marketing and so forth. I think the product needs to be somehow combined with some of the educational stuff. So imagine, for example, you click on a feature on the board or you click on a story and then there is a small YouTube video that could pop up and there is you, Matthias, explaining like, hey, in this field, you should input this and this information about your business, blah, blah, blah. So I think that would be very useful for the person because it would kind of educate them as they go. Later on, they can just click, don't show, don't show it to me again. But in the beginning, you know, I, I think people, solo entrepreneurs would feel a bit overwhelmed maybe if they're not familiar yeah. with the terminology and so forth. So basically combining it with passively educating the person on how to do marketing, I think would make a lot of sense. And then second feature that uh, I think is rather easy to do. It seems like if you already like work with TypeScript, you know, Lambda, I think you're very, pretty much very senior when it comes to software development. So one thing what I would do is I would start creating integrations with um, very popular platforms such as Google Ads, you know, Google Search Console and so forth. And I would start to pull data from there automatically and show it uh -huh. in the dashboard so that, you know, that way the entrepreneur or the person responsible for marketing, you know, they could see like, aha, uh -huh, so our like SEO, you know, went up and it coincides with the, you know, story that was written about us or something like that. I think because many times, especially if you're doing marketing alone, you get overwhelmed with information, right, from like different sources. So I think that would be pretty useful because it would allow you to kind of see the anomalies and then tie it to the experiments you made maybe. So I think that would would be very, very beneficial. Google Ads, for example, there is change history. So you can just pull through API change history and like overlay it so you could see, you could see everything that is happening. Uh, in my opinion, like the easiest and probably like the lowest hanging fruit for you is just to combine it with education because I think you're really good on camera. I think you're very concise. You're very straight to the point. And I think you appeal to the audience you are trying to reach. You know, you are not running around and like, oh, you know, you got to do yeah. this. You know, let's hit yeah. it. Let's do this. You know, you know, yeah. this whole rah, rah and, you know, this marketing stuff. You're very calm, very, you know, relaxed. And I think that would appeal to your target audience. They want somebody like you would become like their sort of like virtual mentor for their journey to do marketing. Interesting point Very that true. you say that. I've already experimented with a YouTube channel. You can find the, Relu the Reluctant Marketer. It's, that's the name of the channel. And I've produced awesome. some videos about how, how to do positioning or how to do messaging and so on. So I'm experimenting with that. Good point. I could integrate it into the product. Um, you will also find demo videos on the dashboard. You can click on um, on these interactive um, demos. Yeah, I that saw you them. I think it was. I think it was uh, click demos. Yeah, that's how you click name demos. them. Click demos. Yeah. 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 And there you yeah. can see how to do various things. But um, a really uh, personal video would even be better. Yeah. Thanks for the for the tip. Uh, for the tip. Thank you. Uh, no, no problem. I think it just, um, I think you're good on camera and um, I think it definitely would help, especially in the beginning when 
you know, people haven't seen products like this, in my opinion. So it, it kind of takes a little bit of time to kind of understand like mm -hmm. what's going on and what I should do because like your product makes you adhere to a specific process. And I think like it's, it, that's why people say like, oh, it's rigid or it's too constrained yeah. or something. <laughs> it's, it's not really, it just has, you know, it's opinionated, let's say, you know, it's opinionated. It yeah. wants to do things yeah. in a different way, but uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with that as long as you understand how it works. Well, Matthias, um, it's been a pleasure. You know, thank you. Thank you very yeah, much for spending this hour with us. Um, yeah. Much appreciated. Uh, I hope your product will become successful. And you mentioned this is your fourth or was it fifth product? Fifth product, yeah. <laughs> fifth or product. Even sixth? I don't well, know. Well, <laughs> you know what they say. You know what they say. Fifth uh, times the charm, right? So hopefully this will be the one <laughs> that you can really be proud of. And, um, you know, I already purchased the deal on AppSumo. So if you're watching this video, check out the deal at AppSumo. It's really, really good. And yeah, thank you so much for taking the time. Good luck with your project. And it's been truly a pleasure. Thank you, Matthias. Absolutely. Thank you very much. And I also, I just subbed your uh, YouTube channel. So you got a channel. Ah, cool. subscribe. Cool. So, Another subscriber. Thank you very much. It was, uh, it <laughs> thank was a Thank you, Artem, and thank you, Michael. Uh, it was really, yeah, it was a nice chat. I really enjoyed it to to have a circle, of, a little circle of people who, who care for marketing. Nice. Thank you. Of course. Thank you very much. All right, guys. We are out. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.